0: Talking Dogs on Thursday with Barry Drake. For all the latest Greyhound racing news, check out www.igb.ie forward slash Talking Dogs.
1: Hello and welcome along to episode three of Talking Dogs on Thursday with myself, Barry Drake. And uh, it's another huge weekend upcoming in the world of Greyhound Racing with the Boyle Sports Irish Greyhound Derby uh, getting underway on Friday. And uh, this week's guest is Simon Taylor, who is no stranger to big race success. And I'm sure he's looking forward to the Boyle Sports Irish Greyhound Derby. But firstly, we'll say hello to you, Simon. Hello Barry Many thanks uh, for, for joining us on this week's um, programme um, As I said, no stranger to big race success um, You had a, an amazing win with um, Nguyen Taylor In the recent project, Aix and Clonmel You must have got a, a wonderful um, kick out of winning that uh, Such such a big event That's it, yes And um,
0: you know, it makes a challenge from having um, you know, dogs in the past Which win every round and you're the odds on favourite for the final and then you lose yeah my first I've had it before where um, you know you scrape through every round and you're the rank outsider in a Cat 1 final and you win um, when you're like that there's no pressure with Taylor obviously going undefeated you don't want him to ever lose really or I don't anyway but um, as you say, with the derby um, I'd have him qualify every round and win the final yeah, Obviously, I wanted to keep on going on and on and on and see how far he can go.
1: He's an unbelievable um, greyhound, Simon. Just take us back um, how, how you came across um, Win Taylor.
0: Um, I've been buying, over the last four to five years, I've probably bought 13 or 14 dogs and I've bought them from a variety of places, different trainers, different breeders, but most of them I've bought from Jim and Sherry and And it's just one of those simple things are saying what everyone's looking for really everyone's looking for that potential superstar or big competition winner or potential derby winner and um you know the more you buy the more times you go to the casino you place the bet the more chances are you are going to strike it lucky occasionally and maybe with taylor in session you know it's looking like you know they've got a good chance for this year's derby potentially
1: yeah, and he's really becoming the the people's greyhound here in Ireland. He's got such a huge following, and every night he's running, it's all about can New and Taylor extend that unbeaten record, which now stands at 12.
0: That's it, yeah, and it would be the same for me uh, as well. In, in any type of sport, you want to see people or animals or dogs or horses you know, breaking records and just going on and on, whether I earned a dog or not, and I enjoy it for the same reasons as everyone else.
1: Yeah, um, yeah, it's, it's, it's marvellous really and as you said, look, just to go on and win that um, Prodger Stakes final having been the, the stare of the, of the competition as you said, I'm sure you were feeling a uh, lots of pressure but it was great that he just went along and and done it and I, I would imagine that takes a small bit of pressure off going into the derby you now that he's notched up um, so many big races and a couple of nice events as well Yeah, well, really going back
0: to feeling that night and some pressure someone asked me on the day of the final do I feel nervous I said no I, I never feel nervous I Said maybe 10 to 15 minutes before the race I might start feeling nervous well that that night was particularly different for literally two hours before that's it yeah, I couldn't eat couldn't drink and um, yeah I was proper nervous the most nervous I've ever been
1: yeah it was and great it
0: was a great final uh, Julian Duke wrathful Fox Jack Solution anything can happen but you know um, in trap 6 he had a nice clear run he's got massive early pace got round in the bend and, and that was
1: that Yeah it was so good or so great that he really went along and um, done it again but just give our listeners of this podcast a bit of background on yourself Simon and uh, how you first got into our wonderful sport um, of ground racing
0: Well say so we got in as an owner's difference when I first got into it I got into betting really um, when I was maybe seven years old perhaps you know your granddad would say do you want to pick a you know, something for the Grand National. So it was sort of horse racing, first of all, growing up. Then I think back then there might have been greyhound racing on TV. I can remember seeing Hove on TV with, I think they had turf or grass. Um, I probably went there with Mum and Dad at some point. Um, never ever, or well, maybe 18, 19, would have dreamed about owning a horse or a greyhound, but didn't know where to start, had different priorities. Went to Wimbledon once. Uh, I think Pearl's girl was. Racing. I was having a bet on on that dog, maybe 94. That was, and then that was it. Really, I just was just betting horses, betting dogs. Never really thought about buying one. Then maybe five or six years ago, looked into it a bit further, and went with my kids to Wimbledon retired greyhound trust. It may be called a rehoming centre, and every Sunday we used to go there and um, you know take some of the dogs for walks. And from there, ended up joining a racing club with Noor McKellistrum, which had annual fee, and then there's a few dogs in the club. Then from there, you go on to the next stage, which is uh, buying one of your own, which I think is one of my friends. And um, I think that dog, maybe was two and a half years old, come over from Ireland to race at Hove um, with Seamus Carhill. Um, that dog got injured after a few races, unfortunately, so we had to get him rehomed. Then from there, it was like up the ante. Really, now it was let's now put some more money in together and try and find something which could potentially be a cat one winner. And that's where it come. We come across Jim uh, O'Donnell and Ann um, We're going to meet them at the in Weekend in Club um, now. had New in Shadow for sale. Purchased him, and um, that was the first time of having a dog which could have been a potential superstar he was really when he won the East Anglin, um derby at Yarmouth and then from there it was just onwards for me it was just a numbers game there after that sort of more like the more dogs you buy the more chance you've got of winning but not just buying random dogs you're looking to buy the best and the top ones and you make some mistakes along the way and the people that you want to deal with you carry on dealing with and the others you don't and so far you
1: know, dealing with the people that I deal with, things are working out quite well. Yeah, that really is a brilliant story, um, Simon, from where it all started to where you are now, and we have to touch on New In Session, because he's another um, magnificent greyhound, once again trained by that man, um, Graham Holland, and uh, he's another one with um, top class form in the book, he's won six from seven career outings and another live uh, derby contender.
0: Yeah, 100% 100 so, and, um, I think lots of people might have been thinking for the produce stakes that um, it could have been Taylor and Session in the final, and people are asking me who would I would rather win. Well, of course, that's like you know you've got two of your own kids at school in a sports day race. Who do you want to win? You know, you can't pick one from the other. You just want them to do their best and uh, you know come home safe and sound. Um, session better a better distance and people that was worried before their produce stakes final they still may be now that taylor might not quite do the 550 i think you can see on the final at produce stakes that he does he, he will stand on well into the pickup so i'm not particularly concerned about that but the derby is a different competition altogether all age and you know we'll see what happens you know
1: one round at a time just get through the first one. Yeah, a lot to look forward to and uh, of course the the draw is up online now. Um looking ahead to it are you, are you happy enough with um the opening round draw I know new in session um is taking on a couple of classy sorts and, and they come from the Graham Holland kennel as well it looks uh one of the toughest heats over over the course of the weekend would you agree with that? 100% so so um you
0: know on the positive note um Top three qualify guaranteed. And then I think it's the top 18 fastest fourth places. So, you know, hopefully all four from grounds kennel can go through. But um, you just want to make sure everyone goes through safe and sound. Um, I think Wolf, Buddy, Hemlock and Jet, you know, top dogs. And you know, they should see what happens on the night, but it's just qualifying at the moment. But it's a great betting race for people who are interested in betting at these early stages.
1: Oh, definitely, definitely stands out to me um, as one of the, the heats of the weekend, if not uh the heat of the weekend. Is Graham giving you a positive vibes about your two superstars, New Taylor and New Session?
0: Uh I haven't spoken to him since the day after the produce stakes. Um but um, you know, everything's going in the right direction, as you can tell. Um, Session did a very good trial at Shelbourne, um, not last Friday, the Friday before. Might be getting that modelled up slightly. I think it was 29. Turkey Tree. Yeah. Um, and then Taylor, I think, yeah, just going, the plan was to go straight into the 550 first round, no trial. And um, even though it's 25 extra yards, it's an extra long run to first bend. Hopefully, it'll come round in front, and hopefully that'll be it
1: yeah hopefully um, for you Simon we're wishing you the very very best of uh, luck with um, two greyhounds that we're all excited about seeing in action um, in Shelburne Park over the course of the weekend but just to touch on the Boyle Sports Irish Greyhound Derby once more um, what makes it so special do you think si- Simon? Well uh, going back to when I had my first
0: dogs in England everything was all on the english greyhound derby and all my research was on that Going on youtube look at the past winners and you know the um, massive prize money that there has been in the past and all this and then i um started speaking to different people about the irish greyhound derby and they'd be saying well that's you know it's much more difficult to win and especially if you're coming from england um as we all know all the top dogs virtually all the top dogs are coming from ireland to england um so for me i think it is the uh the number one really if you can win the Irish Greyhound Derby to me it, it trumps all other derbies.
1: And I'd imagine you're dreaming of winning it this year Simon
0: oh it's only a dream you know you can't get too far ahead of your station you know the dream honestly would be just to get to the final and um, you know to one day say I'd a dog in the final I'd be good enough but of course once you're in the final you wish why could we not have won it so you know it's just one stage at a time if I could go back A couple of years ago, when you buy these dogs, just to have a dog in a semi-final would be good enough. But um, of course, once you get to the semi-final, it's like just one more, and we're in the final.
1: Yeah, and um, I was looking at your Twitter handle earlier on. Has Simon Taylor been purchasing again? Well, I
0: bought another. I think another four dogs recently. Uh, Sorry, so two or three dogs and two uh, two bitches. So. um, Two of them would be on the track in February and then maybe another 12 months after that for the others. So just because you're doing well at the moment, you've got to keep planning for the future. Well, Shadow, I then went on holiday to Yule with the family just for a normal holiday. But of course I booked the holiday with knowing there's a the Greyhound track there in mind. And we're staying at a place which was self-catering. So all the kids are there and I said I'll go out and go to the local butchers and get some food in. So I walked down the local butcher's about 20 minutes away and um, said, can I you know, have some burgers, some of this, some of that, and um, ordered it all up. And he didn't have any change. So I said, just, well, just give me 50 euros worth. That's all out of 50 euros. Note, just give me 50 euros worth of meat. And that was that. Then he did it all up and it was too much for me to carry. <laughs> so the butcher, which I now know to be John, John Hickey, he's a local trainer, said, look, go over that pub over there have two pints two pints of Guinness and then come back and I'll drive you home and uh, that's what he did and from there finding out about him being a trainer um, over the next six months went on Greyhound data and uh, bought a small young pup which I'd never done before um, maybe three months old I think it was confident ranking and calling spice
1: that's right had
0: it trained with John went round his house which I think might have been his mum's where the kennels um, are had a look round and this is what I like about Greyhound racing you sort of make friends it's about making friends, really, you know, making friends and also trying to have the fastest dog. That's the name of the game.
1: <laughs> That's right. And you, had, and you had the dog. I think he won a little race around the aisle as well. Yes, I
0: mean, that was one of the best things because obviously when you buy a dog at any age, you're trying to hope that it is going to be a derby winner. And uh, we named the dog after John, Butcher's Choice, because he was a butcher as well. And um, I think he was running, can't remember, A6s, A5s. And then uh, he gave us a call. I was in Dubai at the time, randomly. He said, look, he said he's going to win tonight. And uh, that was that, and he
1: did. Yeah, uh, brilliant.
0: I got just as much excitement out of that as I have, you know, winning these other finals. When you're training says that to you, it's quite a good feeling.
1: Yeah, look, um, I, I think that just sums you up, Simon. You're a real proper greyhound man to go into a butcher's and uh, end up buying a greyhound and putting it training with the butcher it is unbelievable. Yeah. Exactly, It's um, Certainly exciting uh, times ahead, and uh, it's great to have you um, involved in Greyhound racing, Simon. You're you're certainly a great supporter of the game, and um, as I said, we're wishing you all the success in the world with um, New In Session and New In Taylor over the next couple of weeks. And that uh, was fantastic to speak to you um, on episode three of Talking Dogs on Thursday.
0: Thank you, Chris Barry. Talking Dogs on Thursday with Barry Drake. For all the latest greyhound racing news, check out www.igb.ie forward slash talking dogs.